Welcome to 4i Radio. I'm Jay Rocas, and I hope it's been a good week for you all. I'm currently working on an article that talks about the link between deforestation and flooding, and the things I've learned during my research has been, well, unexpected. Hoping to have it published on the blog real soon. In this episode, the best methods of stopping the spread of COVID-19, how rapid tests would achieve that in a matter of weeks, and lastly, social spiders. Researchers examined which approaches are most effective at reducing COVID-19 spread. Are lockdowns really effective? How about social bubbles? Which activities present low risk of COVID-19 transmission even with masks and physical distancing? These are the essential questions that will shape our lives in the next couple of years as the coronavirus has now become part of our daily life. Simon Fraser University professors Paul Tupper and Caroline Collin have come up with a recent study in an attempt to answer the questions and help us live in the age of coronavirus. They introduced the concept of event R, which is the expected number of people who will become infected with COVID-19 depending on an event or activity. Factors they considered in determining this number are transmission intensity, duration of exposure, how close individuals are to one another, and the degree of mixing. They then examine which methods are most effective at preventing transmission in each circumstance. Transmission intensity is high in places like bars, nightclubs, and overcrowded places, while it is low in settings like public transit with masks, distancing in restaurants, and outdoor activities. So far, the best method of stopping the transmission is staying at home as much as you can and limiting contact to people within your household, provided that they too are staying indoors. Social bubbles are very easy to burst, especially if there is mixing or a high rate of movement, people going in and out of the bubble. Masks and physical distancing still help along with ventilation, especially in indoor settings. While the recent announcement of vaccines coming out of final stages of clinical trials with high rates of efficacy are surely promising, this would not end the pandemic overnight. We must continue to be vigilant, minimize contact with other people, keep our distances, avoid crowded places, improve ventilation, and always wear masks. Frequent Rapid testing could slow the spread of COVID-19 in a matter of weeks. Researchers at the University of Colorado at Boulder are suggesting that the use of rapid antigen tests and using them more frequently would be able to stop the spread of COVID-19 in a matter of weeks as it will detect those individuals who need to stay at home and isolate early on while allowing the rest of society to continue on with their lives. Personalized stay-at-home orders instead of wholesale shutdown of restaurants, bars, schools, and entire cities. This would lead to better management of cases as healthcare resources are focused on those who would test positive and prevent those with the virus from, from spreading it further in the community. Similar methods have been used in countries that have successfully controlled the pandemic like Taiwan, New Zealand, and Vietnam, and recently, Australia. It boosts the idea that early detection of positive cases is the key to fighting a fast-spreading disease like COVID-19. The Social Spider Spiders are mainly solitary creatures, but there are a few species of spiders that live in colonies made of, and I kid you not, 50,000 spiders. One such species is Anelosimus eximus, found in the rainforests of Peru. Just like ants and bees, the colonies are composed of spiders with specialized roles. Some focus on maintaining their massive and elaborate webs. Some take care of the young while the more aggressive ones focus on hunting prey as it gets caught in their web 
and even defends the colony against predators that harm their fellow spiders. On the other hand, spider colonies differ from ant colonies where roles are not strictly defined and governed by elaborate rules that lead to castes in that every spider is able to reproduce and take on various roles. One could be a web builder one day, be a hunter the next, and then take on nursing duties moving forward. It's a more egalitarian society, if you will, in which everyone can participate at the task at hand ensuring better survival for the entire colony. How did these spiders end up living in a colony? Safety in numbers. The more spiders there are to build the web, catch prey and raise the young ensures the survival of the species especially in a challenging environment like tropical rainforests where torrential rains regularly destroy webs and wash away individual spiders. Tolerance and cooperation have become the pillars of their success. Hope you enjoyed the show. All the links to the articles featured are found on the show notes along with ways to subscribe and get in touch if you have questions or any feedback. You can get Monday Mashup as an email by subscribing to rocas.ph slash newsletter. It comes out every Monday of the week. You can also find me on Twitter at jrocas. Thank you for listening. See you all on the next episode.